Hello and welcome back to Long Story Short. We are Jade, Stevie and I'm Elle. Three childhood best friends who will be discussing everything life has had to throw at us and all the lessons that we've learned in between. You're guaranteed completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh, just a warning, no story will ever be short. If you've enjoyed the episode, you can give us a follow and subscribe to the podcast. You can do it on Apple, on Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi, guys. Hello. We are finally in person. I don't know how we've achieved this so close to Christmas, because usually it's so busy. I know, I know. But life has just been busy, hasn't it? So we've had to do everything online for the last few weeks. But we're back in the room together. Tom made us a beautiful bit of, uh, I was going to say spaghetti, wasn't it? It was pasta. Another, another, he's just, he's ill, the competition's on. Girls, the thing is I don't care anymore, let him win. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm sick of it, girls. I'm just like, let him cook. I'm going to sit back, relax and enjoy the show. (laughs) Also, now you're married, you're just like, it's fine, I've got him, he's in the bag. I've put the hard work in, exactly, I've knocked him down now. Reap your rewards. That's what I'm doing, girls. (laughs) I ain't stupid. (laughs) Oh, she, you honey trapped him. Oh, like, it's not the same thing. <laughs> not the same thing. It's not a honey trap when you I get wish. someone murdered. What? Uh, is it? No, I think no. honey trap is like when you... It is to do with like trapping people with money, isn't it? Oh, is it? That could be your next word of the week. Yeah, you can come back to me next honey week. Trap. Um, no, I, I wish I sort of trapped him for any benefits, but just good cooking, decent sense of humour half the time. That's, that's what I've got. And so. can I say we are very grateful for that I as know, well. Yeah, we no absolutely benefit. We benefit <laughs> often. often. <laughs> Poor sod. Well, from honey trapping to financial betrayal, this week's episode we are delving into do you ever really know your partner's financial situation until it gets to the cusp of committing do you even know then do you even know then no would you tell them i was always advised to have a secret purse oh it's me the betrayer yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean but in the best possible way if you've got a lump sum of money somewhere hon that's better than like not i've got yeah secret (laughs) debt of God knows what. Yeah, no, you're doing all right with a long time. Oh, well, we're going to get into that in a moment. But before we get there, Stevie's Word of the Week. I might say, Elle, that was very good. That was so good. Sorry. I felt for you the whole very way Very nice. Through. Very good. Okay, so this week's Word of the Week is a bibliophobia. Which is, is actually... Re- a biblia, beginning with an A. A-B-I-B-L-I-O-P-H-O-B-I-A. A biblio, a bibliophobia. Well, first of all, I thought you meant bibliophobia, in which I thought bibliotech, fear, oh. fear of the disco. Was that a disco? Oh, oh. That's a library, isn't it? Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> fear of the disco. <laughs> um, but you said a biblio, and I'm gonna go. Oh, it's got to be something book based, hasn't it? It's got to be a book based phobia. Phobia of the Bible. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. I'm going to say um, a fear of going a certain amount of time without reading. Oh. Oh. Stevie, what is it? They are both wrong, but, I mean, they're as close as you were ever going to get, I think. So, uh, well done, girls. It's the fear of running out of books. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 
It's quite a nice one. That's a very oh, good one. I think yeah, it's quite a nice phobia to have. Are they? Yeah. You yeah, weren't at all. That's nice. Yeah. Now, I'm, all I'm envisioning is, you know, Belle in Beauty and the Beast? You know, when she's in Little Town and she goes to the um, the library. Yeah. I've always wanted one of those libraries the in my house. Ladders, I want the ladder. You know, that slides across. Just I know. always wanted to go into one of, have one of those. That's a dream. Yeah, that is a dream. Trouble is, is I don't read very quickly. In fact, it takes me quite a while sometimes to read books. I noticed I when I was at drama school, I had such a long list of reading books, texts as well as plays. I was just like, I can't get through all of this. So I had to think of different ways to get books inside. So Mm. listen to audio books and watch videos and stuff like that. There's more ways to take in a book than by just reading it. Absolutely, this is not an ad, but audio book, audio book, audio book. Audible, if you want to sponsor the podcast, feel free. Although I have just stopped my subscription. I was going to say, maybe not maybe not doing us so well and getting the sponsorship. But yeah, I didn't get on particularly well with it, actually. Mm. I so, felt like you had to pay and then you had to keep getting like, credits, credits and stuff. That's it's the like, same. If I'm paying my monthly thing, I should be getting any book I bloody want. Yeah. Or any audio book I want. Yeah. Why can't you get any audio book you want? You can, but you kind of have to wait for your credit. And yeah. then... Mine just like accumulated yeah. because I wasn't in the habit of going in and and using them. And then I had like eight credits, and I was like, oh for God's sake! Now I have to find mm. eight books. Um, and yeah, yeah so, uh, I'm like no disrespect to the people who are reading the books, but some people I could really get on with, and then yeah. others I really, really couldn't. Mm. Um, and it changed. Also, I think when somebody reads you a story, I lose that creative. Mm. Mm element of it like I'm not envisaging characters yeah. the way I would if I'd read it myself yeah that's a good yeah. point yeah also I would listen to audiobook audiobook audible I'm a terrible advertiser aren't I I would listen to audible audible fuck why can't I get that word out audible audible I think it's just audible audible, audible. audible. I, I audible. say it wrong an, an audiobook yeah I would listen to it in the car Often going round and round about and be like, oh, not concentrating. Oh, no. It was quite dangerous, really. <laughs> See, you know? all I do is listen to Harry Potter on repeat. <gasps> oh, brilliant. Yeah, the yeah. Stephen, Stephen Fry one. Fry. Sensational. Oh, really? yeah. oh, and do you know what? You don't actually have to listen because I know them word for yeah. word that I can sort of zone in and out and I know exactly where I am that in the story. That was like my tube journey audiobook. I'd always have that on in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, Kills I time listen so to um, Calm, my, it's a meditation app. I use it, however, of a night time I turn it on and it's got really cool little sleep stories in oh. there and there's celebrities that that's, oh, that's is that them. is it Khan that does the sleep stories yeah so Harry Styles had one yes, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I've never yeah. listened to them Gillian but... Murphy's got one <gasps> hang on oh hang on I'm watching Peaky Blinders for the first time at the moment. <gasps> Killian Murphy. Oh, yeah. How? Oh, I know, I know. I don't know why. It never appealed to me. And then Tom was like, should we just watch it? Everyone goes on about, oh, we love it. It's incredible. So I mean, I've been falling asleep for a lot of it because I've been tired lately. But I get a rundown when I wake up. Tom's like, well, you missed the bloody lot there. It's yeah. so good, Elle. It's so it's good. So I know, good. I love it. And Killian Murphy, I mean, just He's phenomenal. Sweet Jesus. Lord. Yeah. Yeah. His eyes. The cheekbones. Oh, yeah. the cheek, but where? Where did you find them? I don't know. I don't. But I've now I'm like so obsessed that I've started watching interviews. He has an interview on oh, maybe like it's not Vanity Fair. Maybe it's called Variety with Margot Robbie. Oh, the one about Oppenheimer. 
Yes, and Barbie. And, Barbie. Yes. and you know me, like, you it's two beautiful people in one room. Yes. I need to, I've not watched Oppenheimer yet. I really want to see it. I've not seen it. it. No. I've not seen the Barbie movie. Have you not? I'm a oh. terrible movie person. I've never seen anything. I just don't really have the time to sit down and watch yeah. it. Mm. I mm. was... I thought the Barbie movie was good. I wouldn't rush to see it again. No. I wasn't blown away. People were like, you'll cry at the end. And I was thinking, well, yeah, if anyone's going to cry, it'd be me. I cry at fucking everything. Not a tear in sight. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't. I don't think I cried. I was a little bit like, oh. It made me want to go home and hug my mum. Yeah. That was yeah. it. Yeah. That was Do it. you know what a lot of people have said to me? They've, they loved the film. But they now have the ick about Ryan Gosling. Oh, Ooh. yeah, 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 yeah. He's not, yeah. He's not like heartthrob Ryan. He's literally annoying Ken. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's okay. a good character, though. You know, he's done it's a good, good job. Oh, he's done a great job. But like, I suppose it's ruined Ryan Gosling for them. Oh, until he's in his next one, and then they'll oh, be like, until oh, they rewatch no. the Notebook, and then yeah, oh, everyone's yeah. salivating again. Yeah, literally. You put that so nicely. I was going to be bold. <laughs> <laughs> Hi girls, I've been with my partner for three years and we're finally in a place where we can buy a home together and escape renting. Congratulations. Mm. I'm so excited but wanted to know how much we could borrow before we started viewing properties. We went to the bank to discuss our options only for me to find out my partner has around 8k, so £8,000 credit card debt. Oh wow. To say I was shocked is an understatement. He said he accumulated it over the last three years and some of it is from gambling and he's been paying it off in minimum instalments. I honestly never even had an inkling he had this debt. I'm so angry and humiliated that I didn't know and this is making me second guess wanting to buy a house with him. I love him but I feel so betrayed. To make it worse, I'm so good with money and I can't believe he's been so irresponsible. I mean, first of all, rookie error, honey. Where did he think he was going to escape this debt in the mortgage advisor's yeah. room? Like, you should have said this to her before. Because also, more than anything, I mean, I'm not giving him advice. I'm supposed to be giving the listener advice. But, like, surely, like, you've got, like, that, just the fact that he's been so stupid as to get to you all the way to this meeting for you then to find out that he has this debt as a surprise in the room, that's quite embarrassing. It's yeah. quite yeah. humiliating. And it's, it's, I mean, it's going to throw a massive spanner because debt's debt, right? And it's going to be, that's going to be something that the mortgage lenders will take into consideration. So for you not to know and to then plan around, I don't know, it just feels a little bit like, you know, like, I don't know, it just feels like he's kind of tried to pull the wool mm, over her eyes right yeah. until the last moment yeah. and then made her look a little bit of a fool because... You you look like you don't know each other in the yeah. room. It looks like God. you don't know each other, and the That's mortgage advisor so must have been like a little bit awkward. To be like, oh, uh, uh, I could just see you that you've got a, a little bit of debt. The thing is, as well, is he just so naive that he thinks that's not going to come out, or it's not mm. going to be a problem, yeah. or did he just not know how to tell you? But like you say, Jade, that's bloody embarrassing. Mm, Sorry, I don't mean to compound this and make it worse, mm. but I'd I'd be raging mm, I would be angry yeah the, the problem is as well you're so excited that you're finally getting out of renting this is a big step as well this should be an exciting step 
Yeah, but also then, okay, devil's advocate, to, to stand in his defence a little bit, what if he's never been taught how to handle money? No, I'm sorry, But then though. it's more, but even if he's shit with money, I think it's more that he should have told her yeah. that he had that debt. Yeah. Because how do you get, how do you get that far without yeah. having that conversation? However, having said that, throwing it out to you girls, do you have that conversation with your partners? Because I have to be honest, me and Tom never spoke about money. I think I, I just knew he was sensible with money, so I knew there wouldn't be... I knew he wouldn't have loads of debts, and I think he assumed it with me. But I never... I don't really know what he's got. He doesn't really... Well, we do now because we're, like, buying a place. But until then, like, never really spoke about it. Mm. I think I'm a bit weird about money. Like, I didn't mind people knowing about mine, but I didn't want to be seen to ask what the other person's financial situation was. And it's silly. You should know, going into something, yeah, where people true. are at, but... I don't know, is that a thing? Do people ask? So you didn't know about Tom's financial situation before you got married? Or no. um, or for years? Like, for at least a couple of years. I get it for a couple well, of years. I never knew how much he earned. I, I just couldn't ask. I just felt like it was rude. Yeah. <laughs> I, know what you, I just I, thought, we pay the same. I don't need to know. Like, really you care. know, we, we, like, he has a house and... Yeah. He pays his way and I pay my way and I don't I don't really want to know what he's yeah, on. I suppose it was only when he then moved jobs here and he was sort of discussing fees just from a like sort of negotiating point of view and I was like, Oh no way. I had no idea that's what you were on before. See I think <laughs> yeah. that's how yeah. it comes up though, very naturally. Especially mm. if you are getting into a financial situation together, like him moving in here, yeah. like the food shop, the like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, I suppose it's like, how much can you afford to put into a joint account together yeah. every month for those sorts of conversations? And even yeah. if you don't have that discussion and he says, do you want to go out for dinner? Then you turn around and say, I've actually got no money this month because it's killing me all the, like, the price of the house. And yeah. then it's sort of a bit like, oh shit, well, I've got money, yeah, you yeah, haven't. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think it needs to be like a sit down and, yeah. and tell me exactly what you're earning. Mm. But I don't know. I just don't know. I mean... If you're going to go into buying a house, mm. because I'm like a bit of a control freak, I would want to know exactly how much money you've got, how much, de- when I say money you've got, I mean how much your deposit is, yeah. how much you're earning, so that then we can work out together what we can get before we then go and sit in a room with a, a oh yeah and you're right like that's the perfect situation to find out those things because then because you literally need to know like there's no point you know i'm sure some people do go in blind but really if you've got a place in mind or a price in mind or you're about to find out you need to know your details yeah and you know unless you go in separately like and have these conversations separately you're gonna find out at some point yeah i know how would you how do you like I, I think, though, right, um, maybe this is me being, like, living in, like, an ideal world. If I had a partner and every month they had no money, but I'm already living with them and renting with them, you roughly know how much bills are, how much food is, you roughly know what their, what you do know what their social mm. life is, if they're out all the time, if they've yeah. got no money at the end of the month, wouldn't you be thinking, where the hell's that going? yeah. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you you absolutely would. Yeah, and then, but then, and this is the thing, isn't it? It's like, I've been really fortunate that I've never rented. I've I've always lived with my nan and, like, you know, family home and then been able to purchase that family home with my sister. And then, obviously, going in for the mortgage together, it was me and my sister. So we were just looking at what um, what we could afford together. And then, obviously, my mum my and dad were able to 
like help us out with um like deposits or now anyway regardless i'm not trying to go into the details of it but what i'm trying to say is is I've always had that relationship with my sister where we're like more than anything egging each other on like right you need to go for more you should be earning this da, 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 like you know empowering each other to be like no this is your worth and not, yeah. you know and, and that sort of thing but I've never really done it with a partner I've always I've all no like I've, I haven't really like sat down and asked like I couldn't I'd be like what, what figure are you on I've never asked mm. that I, was, I like you say Steve it's, it's always been like as long as you know that you can both pay your way and and that's not causing you stress or debt, but then if you see the other person struggling or living beyond their means and then struggling, then the questions have got to come in. But by the sounds of it, for the, for our listener, you've both been living comfortably. You've thought that it was an okay, you know, it was a good idea to, to come together and go, right, let's get a mortgage. What I'm baffled with, again, is why he hasn't... But then, mate, did he? If you, if this is their first mortgage together, has he ever thought about the fact that his debt will be something that, check or something? Yeah, yeah. this is going to decrease what he can. Because honestly, it is a minefield. Like we're not taught this shit in school. We're not spoke. We don't get told how to use bank accounts, how to use credit cards. We don't get taught how to um, get mortgages or what insurances we need and. You know, we, we don't get taught that sort of stuff. That sort of stuff has to be passed on to you by, you know, family or adults that are around you. Do you know what I mean? These yeah. sort of lessons don't get taught to you. So some people never learn them. And it's only until they get with somebody who has had that knowledge passed on to them that they're like, oh, by the way, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, you know, like, yeah. oh, that's how, it, that's how it works. I didn't know. When I went in for my mortgage, I didn't know that the fact that... So I had a credit card and I was paying it off monthly. It was 0%. And I thought, oh, okay, I don't need to... I'll, you know, I'll just carry on paying 0%. I've got another 36 months, let's say. Because my mum taught me how to bounce credit cards. She was fantastic at instilling, instilling, installing information on finances and how to manage your money and how to build your credit rating. Like My mum done all of that for us. My dad, bless him... But money burns a hole in his pocket. He's a sort of buyer. Everyone around him, he will spend his money and make sure everyone's got everything. But he wasn't very good at saving. And I have been like him. And I've also been like my mum, really good at saving, really good at managing and stuff. Crystal's fantastic at saving her money and always got money away for a rainy day. And I flitter between the two, especially in my career. One minute I've got, I'm all right. And the next minute I ain't got pots pissing in that sense. It's just like it... You know, finances, and I think everyone's feeling the pinch at the minute. But what I'm trying to say is, is I didn't know that going into my mortgage, when my mortgage, sorry, my financial advisor said to me, "Oh, you've got a credit card there," and I was like, "Yeah, it's just it's not percent." Blah, blah blah. And he was like, "Do you reckon you can pay that off before we start asking lenders?" And I was like, "Yeah, I can. Why?" And he was like, "It's just going to be better for you to be able to get a mortgage because they're going to see that you've got less things that you owe back." And I was like, "Oh." because yeah. it's such a minute amount I didn't think nothing of it it was like any amount they're looking at you know have you got children that you need to look after have you got what, what are your bills what, what are your outgoings basically if you can minimise your outgoings and show them that you don't have much to pay back you know and it was it sounds so trivial it sounds like it's so obvious but I just thought it's not percent I'm paying it back it's next to nothing yeah. but maybe you know I'm not trying to I think what he's done by allowing you to get there without saying to you, I've got a few debts. I wonder if that's going to... And then she would have potentially turned around and said, mm, that's potentially going to be a bit of an issue. And I think... But she's also said, I'm very good at saving money. Now, I don't know whether I go into this with him. I think, is it just the fact that the eight grand is there and you didn't know about it? 
or is it the fact that it's highlighted that you don't know much about him and his finances and the security that he has or doesn't have around him and now you're thinking is this a wise financial decision let alone life decision it's a massive life decision to go yeah i'm gonna get a mortgage with this person we're gonna move in together and we're gonna pay it off and we're gonna hold each other accountable for working hard or you know is what what is it is the, the security yeah but that's what it comes down to for me if i'm committing to getting a house with you i need to know that you are responsible enough to do that with me yeah. mm-hmm. and like that is it like i'm a I'm a really good saver. I don't think I could be with someone who's not a good saver. Because yeah, mm-hmm. I actually don't like that trait in somebody. I, I say trait like it's a personality trait. I know it's not. I but I want to know you've got discipline. I think mm. when people are comfortable to like get to the end of the month and have no money or just scrape by, obviously there's like life's fucking hard. I'm not taking that away from people. Like Some people work all the hours in the world and just scrape by. But the others that like use and waste their money, mm. it is a trait because you're happy to be that way. And I'm the same. I think I would not feel secure to buy a place. It's such a big commitment. And also there's a point of like people not... I, I totally get it. I think it, I would guess, has the guess at saying he's done exactly that. He's had no clue that the credit card's going to come back up. Like, it might not have been a sneaky thing, it's just not realised. But then, like, someone going into something so big and not doing their due diligence to know that they'll be asked that is also a little bit of a red flag because it's yeah. like, you want someone to be like, right, I'm going to be paying a mortgage, I need to know everything about it, what's going to come out, what I need, and I, I don't know, that would mm. be big red flag to me. And also, like, why is he not paying it off? Like, has he got the money to pay it off? Because if he hasn't got the money to pay it off, then how do you know that he's going to have the money for, for the mortgage, mortgage every month? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, so what so, does she do then? So are we saying then his reaction would dictate how we responded? If he's gone, oh my God, I didn't even realise it was a big thing, it's a 0% credit card... I was just going to pay it off, but I have got the money. Yeah. I'll pay it off in one go. That's yeah, exactly what I did. Yeah. That's exactly what I did. Because it was 0%, I thought, and I had another 36 months, I thought, oh, I'll just pay back. I was overpaying, so it wasn't the minimum payment. Mm-hmm. I was paying back, I don't know, whatever I was paying back a month. Uh, and I thought, oh, I could pay it all off. I had the money in the bank, I could pay it all off. But I thought, well, I'm not going to put myself out of pocket. Yeah. That money could yeah. be there for, I don't know, That's a holiday a or point yeah. in 0% interest. Yeah. yeah. Like, low, and it was about card. building up my credit rating. It was about you know I learned yeah. how to bounce cards because my mum showed me how to do that and stuff. But um, but the when f- it came to the mortgage advisor saying to me, that's going to look bad on to the loaners. Can we get rid of it? And I was like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Paid it off the next day. Done. Yeah. If he, yeah, you're right. What's his next step? Is his next step to go? Oh shit! Didn't realise that. I can pay that all back and or pay that done now. Or if he says shit probably get that cleared in about i don't know four months five months i don't know i'm not presuming he's got that amount of money but whatever but the, yeah, the thing that worries me as well is he said it's a, it's like a bit of gambling yeah that would and you know what that might be quite triggering for her because I, I guess somebody um anyone with someone that's had an addiction yeah i guess there's always triggers for mm. people with an addiction so this might be something that is quite like triggering for her to think you know he's done so well and mm. i wasn't worried about that but now mm. i'm reminded of these things that he used to do because you know someone thinking fuck i've got a clear eight grand yeah that oh, for somebody who used well. to gamble that is you know you'd probably be crazy if that didn't go through your head of like i could go and do I this, could go and do this in one yeah. day yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's probably 
not the most reassuring for her, but... That's such a thing, isn't it? I've never met many... um, I don't met many gamblers, full stop, but I've never... I don't have any women that I know of who are gamblers. And it's such... I think it, like, goes hand-in-hand with sports, doesn't it? And and not that women don't watch sports. Of course they do. But I think it's such a, a masculine... I don't know, it just seems to me it's, it's very tied to, um, like, men get like targeted culture, so it, yeah. much for, for gambling. It's such a yeah. thing. That, that word Saying you said, that, though, addiction, that's, that's scary, isn't it? That word addiction, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, it sounds ridiculous, but I've never taken gambling addiction seriously because I've always just thought of gambling as games and fun, which is obviously why it's so addictive. But I do know of a few people that... I know of an ex-gambler who would earn big and, like, lost big, obviously. And then I know of... what This is what frustrates me. I know of somebody that doesn't have much money but will obviously put all of the money that they have into mm. gambling, bets and stuff like that and then have absolutely nothing for the rest of the month. And I'm like, to me, it screams absolute absurdity. But this is what... It's desperation, though, isn't but it? But it's desperation. Like it's the quick thrill yeah. as well, yeah. isn't it? Like, yeah. it's a bit of a quick thrill. It's the desperation for the money. It's being, like... Um, Oh, what's the word? It's not risk adverse. It's like having a high um, tolerance for yeah. risk where you, instead of looking at how much you could lose, you're actually looking at how much you could win. Like, it's just, do you know what as well, girls? Like, when I went to Vegas last year, I did, I obviously gambled. Like, I was so up for it. Like, if you're going to do it anywhere, yeah. do it in Vegas. Like, I don't know if I'll ever go back. I was like, right, I'm going to do it. I literally had $100, which for me, is a lot of money. Mm. But I was like, fuck it. I've got $100 that I can... I'm happy to lose. Mm. That's what I'm happy yeah. to lose. It was like $25 a go on yeah. Blackjack. Yeah. Yeah. That is four goes if yeah. I lose. And do you know what? I went down to my like 25 last $25. So I've had three goes. I've lost. Get to the last one. I win. Then I have another go. I win again. Then I have another go. I win again. You know, and it, it, there is something quite addictive yeah, about it, yeah. and it's almost too easy to be yeah. like, one more yeah. go, one yeah. more go. And obviously, I'm talking about a casino, I'm in Vegas, big flashing lights, I probably had, well, I definitely had too many drinks. Uh-huh. Like, I did come away, I think I ended up, I got $300, and I thought, do you know what, I'm having fun, so I'm going to keep playing until I get down to my yeah. $100, Yeah. and I think I walked away at like 220 yeah. which was fine, but you know, when you're like, fuck, that was about 10 minutes, 10 minutes yeah. of a game. And oh, yeah. I, it was ridiculous. And the, there was a guy sitting next to me and um, I randomly bumped into him, um, randomly got talking and he was like, come on, I'll help you. Because it's actually quite intimidating mm, going into a casino. Yeah. Um, anyway, he was sitting next to me and he said, I've genuinely never seen someone so happy to win $25. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, I'm just buzzing for a win. Yeah. And I said to him, like, have you like played today and he was like I've been playing all week and I was like right and he said um I'm cashing out at two and a half thousand dollars and I was like oh my god that's a phenomenal amount of money he said yeah but what you don't know is I bet free yeah yeah and I was like oh my god yeah 
oh my god this is terrifying it was terrifying me and my mum really like accidentally made friends with the like head of the casino there lovely guy and I literally saw him the next day at uh, uh, lunch and he like screamed our names across the restaurant like gave us such a hug made a real fuss lovely guy um anyway I was like Rolando I just, I went and had a birthday bet. I lost $10 in about 10 seconds. And he was like, no one wins. Yeah. And we were like, what do you mean? He was like, no one wins in a casino. And it's like, obviously some people will cash out, but on the most part you win and then you bet it again and you yeah. lose. Yeah. It's just mental. It's and he was like, I'm so busy. Although, loved him so much. He was like, I've been so busy. I thought, I saw you in the fucking spa for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? I no saw you hanging out wins. at the spa. Yeah, no one, no, no one, one wins as yeah. he's sipping on a cocktail in the spa. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's mad, isn't it? It's true. I mean, uh, likewise, I remember I'd never been to a casino before, and Michael took me to Aspers over in Westfield. Not took oh, me. Yeah. We was in Westfield. He was like, oh, I used look. to have a membership there. Did you do? Because yeah. if you had a membership, you get free tea and coffee. <laughs> So you'd so wait you just go into the casino for a free tea and coffee. Yeah. You spend 40 oh, quid a month on membership. And no, got... no, you literally like buy the card. It's like a 10 or 1 off, I think it is. I don't even think I got that back in the tea and coffee. But... That's yeah. hilarious. Oh, that's... Do you know what I do love? Bingo. Oh, oh I, I love a bit of bingo. There's I a great that. one in Stratford. Oh, it's really good fun. The gala bingo over the keys is gone, girls. Oh, no way. Oh. I've never to been to that one. There. But it's gone. Oh. I can't never go now. I'm furious about yeah. that. Oh. I used to have a little bingo game as a kid. I love bingo. Mm. Yeah. I don't think I'm really quick enough. Like, I'm not very coordinated enough to see it all. You'd be yeah. fine. I played down the caravan. It's really good oh, down the caravan. Oh, there's a knack. There's a knack. Bring you a dabber. We'll have a little practice. Oh, <laughs> girls, we're going bingo. Oh, we're up for that. Yeah. yeah. Go on a bingo night. Oh, that'd be yeah. great. Oh, but I, sorry, going back to it, Asper's. Mike was very good at gambling in the sense of he knows how to. I don't even know how to use fruit machines, girls. I have no oh, idea. I don't even know how to use fruit machines. It's I don't even know what that means. Lights and button, distractions. Yeah. I have no idea. I get bored as well. I'm not interested. But playing on the tables, anyway, again, like you say, I was like, sorry, how much was that? Oh, £20. And I was like, no, I'm and I got the ump to the point I was like, this is such a waste of money. Like, I was absolutely livid. I was like, I could have bought something with that. However, then once the money had been won back, whatever we had on top of the money was then like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Once I knew that I wasn't at a loss, I was like, oh, now this is fun. This is the best thing. Yeah, now it's fun. Yeah. Now it's fun. Yeah. I've not lost nothing. Yeah. And yeah. I've everything to gain. And that's the slippery slope, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Sorry, we've completely derailed. Yeah, gone off but... the topic of the question. So I think to bring it all back, we are basically saying... What is his response? How did he react? Was it that he just genuinely didn't know? Was it that he had been trying to pay the debt off? Like, what's the deal? Also, what is the deal with the gambling? Like, has he stopped? Does he realise that it was too much? Like, how did he get in that situation? How is he going to make sure he's not getting into it again? Mm. Um, I think if he can give you those reassurances and you truly do love him, then... Like, you, only you can know if you can work through it. I think you need to see action. You need to see what he does to action change to this. But I also think that your trust has kind of been um, betrayed a little bit here. Might sound minor to him, but it's a big deal. And it's a big, massive commitment. And you've kind of been 
stopped at the first hurdle because of him not being open also i think maybe just keep your cards close as well a little bit you know like if you're disclosing everything about you and your finances and what you've got and he's not necessarily doing the same maybe it's time for you to go all right let's just put the halts on for a moment and not jump into contractually committing to such a big massive debt now do you know what i'm not sure on either like if you default on the mortgage repayment mm. it's not like they look at it as you've paid your half and he's not paid his oh, half oh no yeah, yeah, yeah you're together yeah. in this so yeah you're at fault you're, yeah, yeah you you're default both, yeah yeah that's exactly it <sighs> and then you, you risk lose losing that money yeah. do, do you know what the problem is for me as well i know how hard i have worked to obtain a good credit rating a good deposit yeah and to be able to borrow that money so it would really i'd have to be like so certain mm. that he had this under wraps. The thing is, as well, people are not good with money. Mm, yeah. The older I get, not that I speak to everyone about money, but people have just got such different appetites when it comes to risk, such different understandings, like you say, Jade. Like, mm. yeah. Oh, it's madness. Mm. Absolutely madness. I know so many people who, as well who, if there is the finance available option, they will take it. But yeah. if you've got the money, it's absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, oh, I'm all here for a 0%. Get your car yeah. Yeah. DFS, buy a bed 0% yeah. for a year. Yeah. Once, yeah. once you've paid it all off at 0%, yeah. you've got a bed. Wonderful. If you can do that, spread it out, build your credit yeah. rating. I'm all here for it. Yeah. I'm not here for, I've got no money this month, but I really want them shoes. I'm going to get them on Klarna and yes. pay for the next one. Yeah. Yeah. You ain't got yeah. money this month. You won't have it next month. You won't month. have it next month. Don't no, fucking no. buy it. Yeah. No. Can I just do a massive shout out now as Go well on. for my new favourite app in the absolute world, Quidco. Download it. I think you was in the toilet when I was telling yeah, Jade about this. Yeah, I come this. back into the end of it. But... Yeah, so basically it's an app where you get cash back. So if you know that you're going to buy something online, you download Quidco, set up an account, go into the app, search the shop in the app and it will come up if it's on there you click on it and then redirects you to the site and you get cash back so how do they make their money i have no clue jade raised a very good point she said do the does the site put the price up mm. so then they get a commission on it i mean that'd be easy to find out though wouldn't it yeah Just pick a product and compare it well exactly and on, on asos i added everything to my bag so i saw what the summary was and yeah. i'm 99 percent sure it wasn't the same price yeah, yeah they hadn't the increased it it's like deliveroo you know like oh i'm slamming it <laughs> never gonna get any oh fucking stupid ninny muggins over here bought shares in deliveroo didn't she oh yeah now i'm talking about it but what i'm trying to say is is when uh during the lockdown when we was looking to put it in the pub on Deliveroo to get deliveries uh, before I was doing the takeaways deliveries anyway um, they take like 35% girls can 35 I just say well? so you had so we would have had to up price the products in order to get the money yeah that we needed for the products and then you pay like a service fee as well so it's 35% on the products then a service fee on top obviously they're making their money out of it but the little people yeah. aka the restaurants and the people buying the food unless you go directly to them you're paying over over and above for a third party yeah. you know but girls what is wrong with this fucking world because restaurants used to do free delivery mm. if you spent over a certain amount so how in the world has deliveroo even been able COVID. to exist COVID, yeah. yeah but why did we and just ease of access because people think well there's options on one app 
But why? Why have we bought into this? And also, this? I think people forget that you can go direct. Yeah, 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 yeah. just I think pe- it's like a totally. such a generational thing. You just totally. Everything used to be free delivery if you spend over twenty quid. Free delivery if you spend over thirty quid. And now we're paying through an app. Well, we're basically it's it's a courier service that we're paying for. We're paying for a courier because the the so Deliveroo has set up a fancy websites however what you're paying into is for their service to have a taxi service for your food but That's we what used to get for. it for free from restaurants yeah, yeah but some restaurants did deliver yeah some restaurants did deliver that is Chinese true. down the road well not down the road but the Chinese down <laughs> downtown they didn't deliver you had yeah. to go and pick it up so it's either walk through the woodlands or get in the car and if you can't be bothered you're going to go deliver yes. yeah. so yeah. if they don't deliver but if your if your restaurant's got its own delivery service it used to. Now none of them do because of Deliveroo. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll buy into it and I use it all the time. But <laughs> you know when you like order like McDonald's for one. <laughs> <laughs> just for the sake of the, the sake of the listeners, Stevie just said for one, and she had a little smirk to herself like. Uh-huh. But, like, I've given this away now. <laughs> she said it's like triple the price, and yeah. I'm like, why? Why am I paying this? Yeah. Anyway, hope your PT's not listening. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Eleven pound down, girls. Hey. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. You do. You look. Did you? You look tiny, dress. Yeah. Thanks very much. Yeah. yeah. Eleven pounds. Can do a proper push up now. Oh, oh my god! You wanted to do that, was it? A pull up and a push up. Yes, you wanted yeah. To do oh my god! Not quite there with a pull up, but oh, you were. that's amazing. I need yeah. to get. I'm going to the gym tomorrow. You'll see. I'm committed. Yeah. Do you want to see a fat picture of me? Oh, see. No, 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 no. No, no, I've got a fat loss dress because I don't really like the ones that everyone takes in their underwear. Mm. It's just not me. And I think, mm, I can't really. And then I think, oh, have I stood the same way? Have yeah. I done this? Have I done that? Anyway. Gee, in it, yeah. Exactly. Right, so I've got a fat loss dress, right? So that is me in Singapore when I absolutely could not wear it because it was too tight. That was me in July. Yeah. And then that was me the other day. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Stevie, yeah. well done. Oh, my God. For the sake of the podcast listeners. Do you know what? That's a really nice way of doing it as yeah. well. Like just yeah. getting back into your clothing, not yeah. looking at numbers. Yeah. Just, I mean, I know you know what you've lost, yeah. but like... And not popping a bikini board. Yeah. 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 Well, the thing is, I didn't actually weigh myself. I put the dress on and thought... <gasps> And then I thought, I'm going to wear myself. Yeah, so, yeah, I fat loss dress. There we go. Fat loss dress. There we go. That's Very proud of you. Well done. Thanks. If you really want to lose the pounds, go get yourself a PT. Don't get yourself a mortgage repartner. partner. Oh. <laughs> or run from your partner. Run. Oh. Yeah, and then you don't need to pay for the PT. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear. Oh. Good luck. <laughs> oh, bless her. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Don't forget to give us a review and send over any questions that you've got to Long Story Short Podcast 22 at gmail.com. Head over to our TikTok, Long Story Short Pod, to see what we've been up to there. We'll be back next Tuesday. And don't forget, no story will ever be short. Bye. Bye.